Hi everyone, and welcome to an exclusive podcast brought to you by VJ Oncology. Today, we will be covering the latest in CAR T cells for solid tumours. We will hear from leading experts providing their unique perspectives in this exciting field, including novel targets such as Claudin 18.2 and Steep 1, as well as strategies to enhance their efficacy. To begin, we have Gregory Botter from the University of California San Diego Medical Center discussing findings from a phase 1 trial of a Claudin 18.2 specific CAR T cell therapy in patients with advanced gastric and pancreatic adenocarcinoma. We had uh, presented our multi-phase, uh, or excuse me, our multi-center phase 1B trial in the US of salvage CTO41 Claudin 18.2 specific chimeric antigen receptor T cell therapy. Um, and this was in patients with advanced gastric and pancreatic adenocarcinoma. So they would have had to have two uh, prior lines of gastric uh, cancer treatment and one prior line of pancreatic adenocarcinoma treatment. Um, the idea is, is that Claudin 18.2 is a highly selective and expressed uh, self-surface marker in um, uh, GI cancers, gastric, GE junction, pancreas cancer. Um, so based on results from a phase one trial in China, a phase one B trial in North America, uh, initiated, and it's currently open at, um, uh, four soon to be six centers. And the idea was to try and use CAR T in solid tumors. CAR T in solid tumors has a variety of, um, obstacles that need to be overcome. Uh, the first is a, acquiring a target that is specifically and highly expressed on tumor tissue and not on normal tissue so that we can have, um, on target on tumor effects instead of on target off tumor effects. And I think that's where a lot of solid tumor CAR T has been hampered. Um, the other thing is, is that when you infuse the CAR T into the bloodstream, um, unlike uh, hematologic cancers that are, are there at the interface, um, the CAR T cells in solid tumors have to, uh, diffuse or, or transit out of the bloodstream into the solid tumor. So, um, obviously there's a obstacle, um, for that transition, but also the penetration into bulky tumors. So there's a lot of different things that uh, need to become realized in uh, solid tumor CAR T for them to be efficacious. Next up, we have John Armand Kite from the University of Oslo in Norway, who talks on the development of an anti-steep one adoptive cell therapy against solid tumors. As well now, the, the CAR T cell therapies have had remarkable efficacy against hematological cancers, but also against some semi-solid cancers like lymphoma and myeloma. In solid cancer, it's not been a breakthrough yet, and um, there are probably many reasons for that, but two important reasons is the lack of good targets uh, and uh, immune suppression in solid tumors. So um, what we have done is to develop a chimeric antigen receptor against a target called Steep one which is highly expressed in prostate cancer, but also expressed in urine sarcoma and, and subpopulations of many other cancers. Uh, so this is a target that we find interesting because it is associated with invasive cancers, advanced cancers, so that the, the risk of tumor escape is probably less than with many other, most other targets. So it seems like an appropriate target. And, and the normal tissue expression is very low except for in the prostate, which is uh, uh, an organ that will have been removed at least in many of these prostate cancer patients. Um, so we have developed a chimeric antigen receptor uh, that works well in our mouse models, both in uh, subcutaneous mouse models and in models of metastatic prostate cancer. 
uh, and we are now uh, trying to move this forward into a clinical trial. Uh, in, and uh, it, as it looks now, the first uh, trial will be in Ewing sarcoma, where, where there are uh, young patients with a very strong medical need, and where this target C1 is highly expressed. Um, and we think that it will be very interesting to see what can be achieved with the car against a good target, because it's, that's hardly been done actually in the solid tumors, because there are, it's so hard to find a good target. Um, but we also believe that uh, it may be uh, necessary to have add-on uh, constructs, which we are working on, and, and combinations to counter the immune suppression. Uh, but it's, I, think, I believe it's a stepwise approach. We, we need to establish first the safety, the dosing, and so on, of these uh, chimeric antineceptor T cells. And then we can consider the add-on options for perhaps making it more efficient. Following on, with Benjamin Schlechter from the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston, Massachusetts, provides an overview of anti-HER2 T-cell antigen coupler T-cells in the ongoing TACTIC-2 trial. So we know HER2 is a common marker in many malignancies, 20% of breast cancer, 20% of gastric cancer, 5% of colon cancer, and so forth, biliary cancers, things like that. We know it's a target that we can easily find, and we know that cell therapies, CAR T therapy and related therapy, is effective in a variety of malignancies. The problem with the conventional CAR T is it's a very, very active aggressive cell. And so it will injure or kill anything with your target marker. And the concern with HER2 is that while it's a really good cancer marker, it's also present in normal tissue like your heart and your lungs. And so you may not be able to give a true CAR T, a true sort of active engaged killer T cell against a target like that. So this is a different product. The TCR complex and the interaction with the MHC complex is native. So the function of the cell is native. It's not inherently active. And instead, there's a persistent signal called LCK, which is modified to bind to HER2. So when you infuse these cells, you generate a large number of T cells that are infiltrating the tumor and tightly bound to the tumor as well as normal tissue. Um, but the subtle differences between the tumor and normal tissue and the inflamed microenvironment can generate an anti-cancer effect. And we're seeing early efficacy, obviously it's early days of dose escalation of a first-in-human, first-in-class T-cell. Um, but this is the type of next-generation CAR-T-like therapy or TCR-like therapy that I think uh, is very important in solid tumors because conventional CAR-T probably has a target problem where common targets are just too dangerous for a conventional CAR. And finally, we have Andras Hetze from the Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas, who provides his perspectives on strategies to improve the efficacy of CAR T cells in solid tumors. Obviously, my view is, is heavily biased, but I'm really excited about cell therapies. And if you look at objectively the data that has come out for the past 10 years or so, uh, after treating patients with uh, CD19 positive uh, lymphoid malignancies and now more broadly patients, for example, with uh, multiple myelomas. So these are blood cancers and there has been exceptional, really breakthrough results when using these genetically engineered lymphocytes where we, you know, they can achieve up to 90% of complete remission rate after a single infusion. And now we start to see that even about 50% of these patients will remain in, the, in, in remission after at least six months. And we are talking about a population that was otherwise uncurable. So one would speculate that, well, this 
approach should be effective in solid tumors as well. But that hasn't really been the case. And, and there lies the opportunity that if something can be so efficient, so effective, you know, how can we, how can we make it work for, solid tum- for patients with solid tumors? What are the barriers? Why don't these cells sometimes don't work? So I think um, my lab and, and obviously a lot of other laboratories are working on trying to figure out what is it that, uh, that needs to be fixed and to, for these engineered cells to work better against solid tumors. And you have to remember that these are biologic therapies. So as opposed to just creating a molecule, in this case, you can tweak and engineer and reprogram these cells slightly better and create iterations of the cellular product, first of, of course in the laboratory, but ideally later in the in patients that have higher potency, better efficacy. And I think that's, that's really, really exciting. And, and uh, my hope is that we'll see uh, similar results in solid tumor patients very soon, that has been the case for patients with uh, leukemias and lymphomas. Um, you know, part of the issue is that the solid tumors are have uh, a microenvironment that's immunosuppressive, so we have to break through this immunosuppression. I think access to these cell therapies are, are still somewhat barriers uh, to, to many of the patients that may not live close to some of the larger centers that uh, you know, have these uh, trials available, and so there's some. There are some challenges ahead, but I think those can be all solved. To overcome, for example, the immunosuppressive tumor microenvironment, we started to work on um, providing a survival signal that is absent in in the tumor microenvironment, and it's really important for T cells once they get activated to survive and proliferate. So. This molecule is called interleukin-15, and, and, you know, it's been 10 years since the first groups have shown preclinical um, uh, enhancement of CAR T-cells when interleukin-15 has been co-expressed and, you know, engineered into the cells in addition to the CAR. So our lab is, is you know, kind of using this, this approach now with glypican 3 CAR T-cells, and in the early results um, um, from, from patients show really dramatic improvement on, of expansion and persistence in uh, perhaps most of the patients now that we treated once this molecule is overexpressed. So we think that this way, this is one of the ways to overcome the immunosuppressive tumor microenvironment. Thank you to our speakers and to you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review and subscribe on your favourite podcast app, including Apple, Podbean and Spotify, so we can continue to deliver our expert-led content directly to you. Follow us on Twitter at VJ Oncology to join in the conversation and visit vjoncology.com for the latest updates in the field. Music